Well, we're the gas cast, but like, it's just Gabe and Zach on a cast. We just like a cast of characters. Yo, what's up? Welcome to the gas cast. It's your boy Gabe. I am here back, Zach, on the mic, and we have a very special guest today. Uh, it's my homie from college. We met. A nigga was sick <laughs> during the football <laughs> game. It was raining. I was sad doing math homework. <laughs> And uh, my boy brought me, what, what was it, some, uh, it wasn't NyQuil, what was it, some Alka-Seltzers? Alka-Seltzer, it's Alka-Seltzer. It's my boy Brian, man. What's up, dude? What's good, bro? That's really, a, really a, nice, a nice story there. Very, very kind of you, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Help, helping do that. out. You're looking pretty sad in that study room, so I went and helped him out. I actually knew <laughs> from hooping with him because – we was on the same team one time and it was, we was on a fast break and we was losing bad. <laughs> and he decided to try to do a, a Jason Williams pass and it went out of bounds. Yep. And I was, <laughs> you, know, you know how many times I've seen this man try to make it Jason Williams fast? At least, at least, at least, at least 112. He's got a success rate of Wilt Chamberlain finding this kid. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Hey, bro, I'm not going to lie to y'all, bro. I'm glad that y'all saying that because I now vaguely remember a dream that I had. must have been last night. I was playing basketball, and I was hitting all elbow passes, bro. I got, I got like, three of them off. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, like, click. I be doing this shit, man. I do it. We be down seven. He want to get flashy. Like, play the game. <laughs> get back in the game. Hey, you got to have some fun. <laughs> Got to. A little showtime in Yeah. Talk, speaking of showtime, the Lakers. Y'all barely beating the Rockets, bro. Y'all getting all, what was it, 124-122 against the Cockets? Don't say, don't say the Lakers played the Rockets last night. There was a junior varsity scrimmage that happened during game time where this team had no players and this team had no players. So we had, we had a nice little scrimmage. We don't even need to win. We're gonna get we're gonna get the seven seed. It's gonna happen. Kyle Kuzma, game winner. Taylor Horton Tucker, another double double, twenty three and ten. He's gonna be the goat. I mean, it is what it is. We might could win the playing <laughs> tournament without our two best players. We might could. You think uh, y'all gonna be? Who would y'all play? The Warriors <coughs> or the, the Warriors Grizzlies? No, we play Golden State first. Seven. They eight play. play first, they're both. With the Warriors, the Warriors and the Grizzlies play on the last day of the season, and. Whoever wins that will have the season series, so they'll have a tiebreaker, and there's basically no chance that one of them's going to be up. So basically, it's whoever wins that game will be mm-hmm. the seventh seed. So there's like a there's like a play-in game before the play-in game to see who it is. And if uh, I were to bet, I would say the Grizzlies beat the Warriors, but that's just me. You think so? You think so? I think so. The, the Warriors is inconsistent as anything. Grizzlies can't close our games. Sometimes they can't, but sometimes the the Warriors aren't even in games because they just rely on one dude to score. I mean, they, they won the other night because Jordan Poole and Juan Toscato Anderson go crazy. I, don't, I just don't see that <laughs> happening very often, but yeah, we'll I see. Don't see. I don't see Andrew Wiggins dropping 38 again. Yeah. No time soon. That was, that was just a one-time thing. <laughs> but I'm, yeah, that, I'm confident that the Warriors will win, though. I'm confident we'll play them in the first round. Okay. Okay. What do you what do you think happens there? 
what what happens if we have one of our guys missing? Let's say LeBron or AD are out. Do you think we can still get a win there? Uh, if we have AD, I believe – well, if we have either one of them, I believe it would still be a close game just because, you know, Steph is Steph. And he got something to prove this season. As we've been seeing all season, he's been going crazy. But I believe we'll still come out with a win and just be a close game. But I wouldn't be surprised if we lose because we got only one of our superstars and we suck right now. <laughs> Garbage. <clears throat> the Lakers, y'all have not been playing too, too well. But, I mean, y'all are coming, y'all are coming along, you know. Uh, is LeBron going to be back to, like, I guess even 80% Braun? No clue. In the playoffs? Literally no clue. I don't think so. Like, he apparently, apparently he looked great in practice. He looked better than he did before he came back. He said he had great lift, all that stuff happening. And then they said, hey, you're going to play against the Knicks. And he was like, nah. And I do think he would have played against the Rockets if he hadn't seen the lineup. He saw the lineup and said, wait a minute. Is it worth it? We're going to get the seven seed pretty much unless Portland loses two games in a row, which it could happen, but at least one of those teams aren't going to care that much. Like I, the Suns are basically playing for no reason. They have the two seed pretty much locked up and there's no chance to get the one seed. And I, I think the Trailblazers are going to win that game. So if that happens, we basically have the seven seed regardless. And then you look at, all right, so how many games does LeBron need? I don't know. But I don't think an extra game against the Rockets is really going to matter. I expect him to play against the Pacers. And if we win and the Trailblazers lose, he'll play against the Pelicans. If not, probably just see him one more time, and then we'll see him for the play-in. And he'll be, I don't know, somewhere between 75 and 90%. I don't know which one, but in that range. Bro, how sick are y'all going to be if Steph – go for 50 and y'all lose the first game of the we're playoffs. not gonna be sick we're not gonna be sick because because any Wolf. the other team we gonna we gonna beat them like i don't see lebron like, going yeah think the grizzlies or the spurs cannot fucking touch us i don't care I, what I happens I, i'm like, not worried. <laughs> you can playoffs you, you can that. say you can say steph curry goes crazy and something happens i don't even think that's really possible because our defense is amazing, but let's say it happens. John Morant is going to have to drop 50. I've never seen him drop 50. Uh, Jaron Jackson has not been consistently come back, and the Spurs aren't even aren't even trying to win games. I don't think they want to be in the plan. They're trying to give the Kings a spot, and the Kings just stink. But 2021, back-to-back champ. We don't win them once. Come on. Let them know, Brian. <laughs> I put money on the uh, Lakers today to win the championships. So y'all better not prove me wrong. What were the odds on that? I think that their odds were uh, plus 500. Holy shit. I mean, uh, we, yeah, the bag on it. I believe we go as far as the second round, though. Oh. I don't think, think y'all lose to the who? The I think with the season started early. You know, a lot of injuries been happening. LeBron needs he needs his rest, bro. He he 
he only had like what? How many days we had off? What ninety days? Something like that. I mean, he got hella days of rest whenever uh, he was 36, sitting for that though. ankle. He thirty six. He been sitting. He been sitting out for a long. You know, you know who wouldn't need all this rest? Who would just play through it? This guy. I need him he to would. become this dude. I need him to figure out how to be the the freaking beast. I think AD is gonna. I think AD is gonna go crazy this playoffs. Those last three or four games before his last game was kind of average. I think he's got a little mom mentality in him. I think they're gonna they're gonna be ready. I think I think we're underestimating the fact that I think LeBron's healthy. I think LeBron's sitting there. Hey, I'm gonna rest up and I'm gonna be that guy in the playoffs. So do you like? Do you think the Suns, the Jazz, the Clippers? Which which team are you like actually scared of beating us? If you're saying the second round, uh, the Clippers can beat us. I mean, they do suck, but they still the talent is still there. So you can't yeah. like underestimate them. Uh. I think we'll lose to the Nuggets. They're a pretty good team. Oh, I'm not, I'm not worried about um, the Suns or the the Jazz. Nobody's never worried about those two. Okay, well, we're, most likely we're not. If we win the first playing game, we won't see the Nuggets until the conference finals. And I don't think we're going to see the Nuggets. I don't think the Nuggets are going to beat the Mavericks. And whoever mm-hmm. wins that, if they had Jamal Murray, I'd be all in. I'd go. I'd be all in on that. But. Without Jamal Murray in the playoffs, how they play, unless Michael Porter Jr. can be everything MPJ was last year, I don't know. But I'm with you. I'm with you on the Clippers. The Clippers, I don't know. If we played a series right now, I don't know who would win that series. But I think think any other team, it's like we're going to have the two best players, even the Suns. It's like Devin Booker, Chris Paul, like they're not, they're not as good as Anthony Davis. They're not. And when you have the two best players, it's hard to lose that series. It really is. Same with Utah. Like they they have a tough defense, but they I feel like our offense is much better than theirs. Yeah. But there's one there's there's like three humans that make Rudy Gobert uncomfortable, and one of those is Anthony Davis. Like he can't guard him outside because he, he, lunch. he can't Rudy <laughs> Rudy Gobert cannot move laterally outside of nine feet. Like it's it's bad. Like he for him to be the best defensive big man. Say what you want, awesome. Probably the best rim protector, the best like guarding in the post. But AD can score in every way. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. And oh, uh, no, just, man. I just, I just y'all... want y'all to watch out. Taylor Horton Tucker, Kyle Kuzma, gonna go crazy in the playoffs. I can't it's trust happening. Kyle Kuzma. I'm, I'm with you on right. THC, but I can't trust Kyle Kuzma. He he's so inconsistent. Like that's the, that's LeBron the... and AD players, it feels like he just forgets how to play basketball. <laughs> I don't know why he acts like that, but he could be much better than what he is. It's hard being the third guy, man. It's just hard it's, being the third it's guy. Not, and Kuzma might not even that's be the not third even, guy. I'm about to say, that's not the problem. <laughs> if he was the third guy, that's fine. It's hard to be the fourth guy, some nights the fifth guy. That's hard. <laughs> like, because Dennis Schroeder, I mean, that's what no one's talking about right now. Is he's out with the COVID protocols. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what he's going to – I don't know if he's going to even get a game in before. So – it's going to be a, a con, continuity issue without those guys playing, but we'll see. We're not yeah. worried about those uh, slow blazers, Gabe. <laughs> Bruh, y'all need to be because apparently y'all can't guard guard. We'll we beat, we beat y'all without our both two best players. That's how slow yeah. y'all <laughs> Stop it. Now, that's not true. You, They've, you been well now. They've been playing well now. They've been playing right now. We but, good. 
if we have if we have a dude named Anthony Davis against the Trailblazers, it's done. Like there's just they don't have the guys to guard him. Come on, just, bro. Let's tell really the truth. Yusuf Nurkic, the main uh the goat and not how many playing games, games. How many more? So. <laughs> how many more? Yeah, I'm about to say how many more games he got left. Over man. under three and a half. Right, the man. He's probably played like 20 games this year. Uh, his cap is like 22. So yeah, we yeah. we're approaching it. But you, you also can't. He can't play more than nine games in a row. It's like holy shit. He got. Like, what is my body doing? For bones. <laughs> man, yeah. uh, I don't. I don't know what's wrong with that dude. But yeah, let's uh. Let's talk about the Lakers a little bit this season. So, y'all were, uh, let's see, 23rd in points per game, but y'all were, like, top two in defense, which is awesome. Yeah, second in points allowed, so, like, 106 points allowed. Uh, What do y'all credit that defense to, especially even not having LeBron most of the year or AD most of the year? Uh, I would say – KCP, like, I feel like he leads the defense when those two are not in. Like, he's a pretty solid defender. You know, I might – Gabe knows I, I constantly gets on him, but he he's a solid player. <laughs> and then you got Caruso, which he always plays hard. But he just can't never – and then, you know, we just got drumming. So, I feel like it's been keeping us afloat while those people been out. Yeah, yeah, but y'all can't guard guards. So here's that here's what's surprising. You say you say that. Here here's here's the thing. We have Frank Vogel as a coach, defensive mastermind, gets everything together. And yes, we missed AD a lot on defense, but he still played half the year. And when he played, he's been great defensively. And right. we're not going to act like LeBron James in his 17th year is the reason why the Lakers would be good at defense. Like he can play defense. Like he may anchor the defense by telling other guys to play hard, but it's not him. Kyle Kuzma plays his ass off on defense. Taylor Horton Tucker plays his ass off on defense. Schroeder plays his ass off on defense. Caruso is like the most underrated guard defender there is. And we're big. Like even even our small ball lineup is like Montrez Harrell or Anthony Davis in the game without a big man. Kyle, Kyle Kuzma or, or uh, Markeith Morris in the game as a forward or a small forward. They're like 6'8 and 6'9. Like, we're just – we're bigger than most teams. And we play it a – we play it a like a not, a – not a slow pace, but not fast to where teams are able to get get easy baskets with us. And I don't know. Like, I, like, I, think, it's, I think it's mostly Frank, Frank Vogel. He's just come in and said, hey, we're going to play hard on defense. And I think defense is just – it's like – 80% effort. And most teams don't try the hard. Like, I don't I don't think the Trailblazers just can't guard people. I think it's like they don't try to guard people. And, yes, maybe their guys aren't built to be great defenders, but everyone's built to be an average defender. Yeah, I always wonder about that. Like, with defense, it's so much towards the effort side, and every team knows that they need to be able to play defense to get stops. And I'm sure every coach knows that as well. So why do some teams just not play defense? Like it, it is it. the most mind-boggling thing to me. You have to have a coach that'll get that'll tell your guys, hey, maybe you're gonna have to play less minutes. You know, we're not you're not gonna be able to play 36 minutes if you're trying hard on defense. You're diving for all those loose balls. So you're gonna have to, hey, the coach has got to motivate you to get in better shape. He's got to motivate you to 
die for those loot balls. He's got to he's got to motivate you to just try your ass off on defense. And in the NBA, you can play perfect defense. The guy can still hit a shot. So it's just it's one of those like mental things. And I don't I don't think many coaches have the ability to say, hey, you're a grown ass man making 24 million. You're going to make 24 million regardless. But for the effort of a team, I need you to try harder on one side of the ball that doesn't get you paid. Brian, did you think uh, Frank Vogel would be a good choice for y'all? Who'd you want, Tyloo? Ain't that what was what they were chirping before uh, the fuck, year started? Fuck Tyloo. Or I before actually, they got Frank? I actually wanted Lionel Hollins. I think he's Lionel. Yeah, which we have. Which we have, which is why our defense is so good, which is I'm grateful he's an assistant coach. But at first I was kind of skeptical about Frank Vogel because, you know, the previous coach, Luke Wallen, he had so much – high expectations and he failed but uh Frank came around to me uh he seemed to be a great coach after all and I'm happy we signed him feel like he was the right choice for us yeah and we, we yes Ty Lue was kind of on the market but I think it was more Monty Williams and Juwan Howard and so I think we had it kind of narrowed down to those three and at this point those three picks might have all worked. Like, Jawan Howard's doing great at Michigan. Monty Williams is killing it in Phoenix. And Frank Vogel was doing perfect for us. So, like, maybe Frank Vogel wasn't the best coach, but he might have fit the best for us. Yeah, he definitely fit the best for us. Um, yeah. And I like the people that they surrounded him with. Like I said, line oh. it was a good pickup for the assistant coach. We have an all-star surround. I mean, we got Jason Kidd out there, Lionel Holland. We got every – Everyone in there. So we're just like, all right, all these guys are trying to get back to coaching ways. And the best way to do that is to is to win a championship, is to be like a big part in something special. So those guys are all taking advantage of it, and we're using them greatly. Hey, bro, do y'all remember uh, Jason Kidd coaching in Milwaukee? Uh, yeah. Two of my favorite times was uh, one, whenever he was like holding a water cup and he told one of his players, he was like, hey, run into me. So we, so they could get a timeout. And I think the other one was they were up by like four points. And he (laughs) – They told – no, 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 no. The one where he told them like intentionally foul. It was like, what what are you doing, J-Kid? They were up by four points with like less than a possession to go. And it was like, yeah, intentionally foul. He made some questionable decisions as coach, so maybe he's learning. And it's like, and it's like, like he's the point. He was the point guard. Like he was the point guard. And like you're making that kind of, it's it's kind of like Steve Nash has made some questionable like timeout, non timeout call. It's it, it's kind of weird to see a point guard struggle with that. But I will say, Jason Kidd, he he kind of turned Giannis into what he was. Like in the beginning, Giannis wasn't really dribbling that like that, and maybe his handles aren't amazing, but he has more of a point guard mentality because of Jason Williams. So I do think, I mean, Jason Kidd, I do think Jason Kidd is going to get another, going to get another job. Yeah. I need to stay with us though. I don't don't need him to go nowhere. Well, right. I don't think it'll be this year, but I think he'll be here a couple more years. And then when, when this, we thought Lionel Hollins would get another job and here we are about about 10 years later, almost. I I mean, He's been yelling for Mark Jackson to get a job, and that ain't happening either. Strongly. Info guy, uh, black ball harder than Carmelo. 
Yeah. What'd you say, Brian? What were you about to say about Lionel? I was saying I uh I strongly wish he uh he deserves a head coaching job. He's a great yeah. coach. What's uh what, what do you think a good fit for him would be? Any of the teams that are kind of potentially maybe letting a coach go? He can go he can go coach for Portland. The Kings. Oh, Portland would be awesome too. How about the Pelicans? Pelicans, Pelicans. yeah, they need to get stand stand up. But I, I honestly think they need to blow their whole Pelicans team up. Like, it's it's not working. Damn, they just got uh, they just got Zion. They have something right. I'm with you. All right, Brian, what is your what is your take on the the Anthony Davis trade? You're watching how Brandon Ingram's turned out. You're seeing how um, Lonzo has been playing better lately. Now we're seeing Julius Randle, a former Laker, go crazy. How do you feel about all our moves? Letting people go, just seeing seeing all these dudes kind of prosper other places while we did get the better end of all of it, but it's still it's still kind of hard for me to watch. I don't know about you. Um, I feel like the two players that needed to go was Brandon Ingram and Julius Randle. I don't feel like Julius Randle was a great fit to work with LeBron just because of how ball dominant he is and I believe Brandon Ingram needed his own team to to be the player that he is today. The only player that I wanted us to keep was Lonzo. I feel like him and LeBron hit it off very well. And that team, the team where he had all the young guys with him, I feel like that was a very underrated team that we had. And I feel like if none of our players got hurt, we could have did some damage in the playoffs. We were were in that four seed. We had something going. I – maybe – it was for me. It's it's good for Julius Randle to go. I think Ingram wasn't gonna fit with us. I I loved him as a player, so obviously I was sad about that. Mm-hmm. But with Julius, maybe he wouldn't have turned into the guy he is today. But it'd be nice to have him. Like right now, off the bench or as a third scorer, like that would be just amazing. Like instead of let's take out Montrezl Harrell and throw in Julius Randle. Like this team is beyond elite of elite of elite. So. Just something like that. And they, at that point, like, we didn't, like, we let him go for, like, nothing. So, that was just what was kind of upset me. And, obviously, D'Angelo Russell. That one, that one's a whole different situation. Man, D'Angelo Russell is the new uh, Jay Crowder. Except Jay Crowder, like, teams actually <laughs> want him. <laughs> just make him like that, bro. It's true, bro. But teams actually want Jay Crowder. I'd just say, be moving D'Angelo to get other pieces. Wow. I'm, I'm about to say, if you polled, if you polled every everybody, every GM in the NBA, and like 90% of them would say, we want Jay Crowder on our team. And 90% of the league would say, we don't want D'Angelo Russell on our team. And that's just, that's tough. It's sad. It's sad. Do, y'all think so? Do what? Y'all think so? It's like that. Yes. It's not, I don't think it's, it's that? not his fault it's just he doesn't play defense and he seems to be just the 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 typical minnesota timberwolves guy all right i'm here i'm gonna look flashy but it's not really gonna lead us to winning it did for that one season in brooklyn but besides that it's just kind of been empty buckets empty dishes and it is what it is but i i personally love watching him play i wanted him to come back when when they uh, did a sign and trade with the Warriors, I was like, "Bro, come back, let's get a championship." Would have been great, but didn't happen, and it's kind of fell through from there. Cool. All right, moving on. We're gonna talk some All NBA, but before we get into that, 
I wanted to ask you guys some Laker trivia. Are you Maybe. ready? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> First question. Who has played the most games currently on the Lakers? This season? Yeah, this season. Mm. My answer is going to be KCP. Kyle Kuzma. One of you are correct. And that's Brian. Brian, you are correct. All right. Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> what are the what are those what are those numbers? Uh Kentavious Caldwell Pope has played 65 games. Yeah, he's and Kyle Kuzma. Oh, oh, actually, you know what? Kyle Kuzma has played more games. Just uh KCP started more games. 65 for 65 for KCP. Kuzma, 66 games. Actually, you know what? I'm wrong again. Montrez Harold. He don't even he didn't play the other night. That's that's crazy. He, 60, the man, the man got this crazy. Sixty eight games. The man like got eight DMPs. Wow. <laughs> Sixty eight games. Trust me, we Cat suck. Cat got hurt. Cat got hurt. From the, uh, he missed like he missed like two games though. He wasn't missing much. Okay. Was- all right. Well, I was all over the place with that one. Let's see if I can do better with this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, here you, we go. Can you be a better questionnaire, man? <laughs> Look, bro, I'm like Steve Harvey. They gave me the wrong answer on the sheet, all right? Mm-hmm. Even though I wrote the sheet, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Man said they. <laughs> they right. is an I. All right. Um, <clears throat> Montrez Harrell has the second most points this year by a Laker, followed by Dennis Schroeder at third. Who has scored the most points for the Lakers this year? So not not points per game. No, not points per game. Just, just who scored total the most points. points. Yes. My is, my answer is, is still going to be Kyle Kuzma. Is that AD? Are you all ready? Yeah. I, no, it's LeBron. <sighs> Let's see. Uh, Montrezl Harrell, he has played 68 games. You say Kyle Kuzma, he's played 66. Who did you say at first? Anthony Davis, he has played 34. LeBron James has played 43 games, and he is leading the yep, team yep. in scoring in this, total points by <laughs> almost 100 points. Actually, over 100 points, by like 150 points. I'm not shocked by that Montrezl Harrell one because he he be consistent, dropping only 20 points a night when he do it. Yeah. Yep, he is at uh 922. LeBron is at a thousand seventy-seven. That is insane. <laughs> that doesn't even that doesn't even sound like a lot of points though. Like a thousand points doesn't sound like yeah. a lot. But I'm oh just, no, it's a low season for LeBron. Played though. Yeah, yeah. He's been out this Ooh. long. He still. Like, what is the average in like 24? 25. 25, I believe. Yeah, twenty-five. Yep, low season for LeBron. All right, next question. <clears throat> who has the second most assist for the Lakers? Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, um, I would go with Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder has 343 assists 
that is enough for the most assists for the Lakers. Oh, second most is LeBron James, <laughs> three hundred thirty-six. <laughs> I thought. I... All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's enough Lakers trivia for you guys. <laughs> oh, look, you want one more? You want one more? All right. All right. I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more. Okay. Totality of questions. <laughs> um, who is the oldest player on the Lakers? Uh, Jared Dudley. <laughs> if, he's, if, he, if, he's, if he's on the roster right now, currently. <laughs> he is. He is uh, on the roster. He is on the roster. Who's okay, the oldest yeah. player? The oldest I mean, it's either Jared or Mark or yeah. – You only get one pick. Jared Dudley. Who you I'm got, going, Brian? I'm going with Mark. Mark Gasol? Yeah. The answer is LeBron Ramon James. I knew it was <laughs> <laughs> What am I doing? Oh, my God, bro. I knew it was him. I just didn't want to say him. <laughs> Yeah, Jared Dudley is 35. Mark Gasol is 36, but LeBron was born. No, no, no. No, no, it was Mark Gasol. Excuse me, I'm sorry. LeBron okay, is I'll the see. second oldest. Mark Gasol was born uh, before LeBron. Uh, I believe the same year. Yeah, no, both of them 36. 36 years old. So, yes. That, and dun, 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 I'm going to have to put like a, a music thing on this whenever I do some trivia, but that was our trivia section for the Lakers. All right. Um, moving on to something that is going to impact contracts like crazy this year. Like some dudes are about to get paid and some dudes going to be super duper sad because they didn't make one of these teams. We're talking all NBA. And um, this year they made it to where some guys can – uh, be placed in different positions. So, like, Luka, Doncic, he can count for a guard or a forward. Uh, specifically, I feel like they did this specifically for the center position. So, historically, there was always only one center on each team. But this year, they said that Embiid can count as a center or a forward. Jokic can count as a center or a forward. Um, they have Devin Booker. He can count as a guard or a forward. Paul George can count as a guard or a forward. So, you know, it's just movement among the um, teams. They're trying to make it, you know, positionless basketball and whatnot. So these teams are going to be weird, especially because we're also dealing with COVID and so many guys have missed games. So I'm interested to know who y'all think will make the teams or who do y'all think deserves to make the team? Uh, Brian, we'll start with you and your first team, and I'll go after you. Okay. For my all-NBA first team, I have Stephen Curry, a point guard. I have Bradley Beal, shooting guard. <laughs> I have Luka, small forward, Giannis, power forward, and Jokic at center. All right. Okay. And I have uh, a few guys with you in common, four of them to be exact, just in different places. Curry is my first guard. Luka is my second guard. I chose to put him in at the guard position so I could fit in Giannis, Jokic at the other forward, and Embiid would be my center slash forward. So that that is my first team. Zach, how do you feel about our uh, all-NBA teams? Who do you think got it right? Here's what, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say neither of y'all got it right. <laughs> because 
The correct list is Steph Curry at the point guard. Okay. Dame Dollar, the other guard. Okay. Giannis, at three. Jokic at the four and Embiid at the five. Mm. That's my list. All right. So here's the question. Here's my question for both of you guys. Number one, if you had to choose one center, like historic, historically wise, who are you choosing, Jokic or Embiid? I think my answer is Jokic. Yeah, I'm choosing Jokic. I, I love Jokic's game. I feel like he's more versatile than Embiid. And his passing is insane for a big man. Like I've never seen nothing like that. I would go. I would go Jokic. Obviously, like they they play in different fashions, but the fact that Embiid has missed more games, and his team seems to be like not great without him, but fine without him, and he plays in a definitely a lesser a lesser conference, like the the East. From, from watching it, I'm watching, like, the six and seven seeds and the five seeds, and they're not that good. So, like, him beating up on these teams, not his fault, but Jokic, like, being the four seed and staying at the four seed when Jamal Murray gets hurt, I th- I just think you got to give him credit for that. And with that, I mean, if I had my choice, it would be Jokic as well, just because, I mean, he's, he's going to be the MVP of the league, so – It'd be crazy to have the MVP on the second team choose another guy oh, over cool, here. Right? That'd be kind of nuts. Um, another question. Um, Brian, you put Luca at the forward spot. Why'd you put him at a forward instead of a guard? Was it just so you could get Bill in at, at the other guard? So I based my first team on who played like the most games and who's more like who's done more this season. I would have put in B, but he just missed too many games for me. Like, he couldn't stay consistent because in the beginning of the season, I had him as my MVP. But then, you know, Jokic just came and just took off with it. So, yeah, I put I put Luka at small forward because he's listed as a small forward, but we all know he played PG. But I did that, yeah, just to get Bill in. Gotcha, he gotcha. Was, he was the second leading scorer in the league. Like, I, had, I have to put him in there. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna discuss Bill a little bit later. I I have my my opinion on Bill, but moving on to the second team, um, I'll start off with this one. Then I'll go to you, Brian. Uh, all right, I got Lillard at my first guard, Chris Paul at my second guard, Julius Randle at my forward. I have um, Kawhi Leonard my second forward, and Rudy Gobert at the center. Okay, for my point guard, I have Chris Paul, and then I have Dane. I have Kawhi at the forward. I have Julius Randle at power forward and the beat at center. All right. What you think, Zebo? Okay, this was – I just – I had to change a bunch of answers. Okay, so since I put I put Dane in there in the first team, and I didn't have Luca, So Luca's obviously the first guy. All right, Chris Paul has to be on there. That's two. Bradley Beal as the as the third guy. Randall as the fourth guy. And then, can you tell me how many games James Harden has played, Gabe? James can Harden. That? Can you give me yeah, that number? I, I can I can tell you real fast, but I think it's like thirty four. Uh, let me see. 
And let's see. James Harden has played 43 games this season. So does that mean LeBron played? No, no, games, 35. He played 35, 35 games this season, 35 games. All right. LeBron James would be my fifth guy on Team Two then. Ooh. Hold so on, to spe- Luka, wait to specify. To specify, he did play 40, 43, but he played thirty-five as a net and eight as a rocket. Yeah, yeah, and those eight for a rocket were not good. So yeah, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> Luca, CP three, Beal, Randall, and LeBron. If we if we can do full positionless basketball. Okay. Huh? Okay. Um. So. Uh, we will we'll get to let, let's let's talk about this second team. So I had Lillard on the second team. Do y'all think that y'all think that Lillard had a better year than Luka Doncic? I was the only one that had that. I think it's kind of tough. It is the it is the hardest thing to compare. Yeah, because they, they both different. They both bring different things to their team. Because if we're looking at it, and Luca's stats are going to look better because he's clearly the better rebounder. Like, he's way better as a rebounder. And he's probably a better passer. But has he been – has he been the guy scoring – like, this team struggled a lot. And I know a lot of it was KP being out, but I don't know. Like, I just – I just think Dane was a little more consistently good. But it, it was it was tough for me to choose. I agree. He was yeah. a little consistent with it. I feel like the Mavs dropped the ball when they let Seth Curry go. He was he brought a lot of depth to their team. He did. Yeah. He's killing it, killing it on the Sixers. Now they did get JJ Redick. I think that was a really good gift for them. But he hasn't been what Seth yeah, was hurt. last year. He's been hurt. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm. I was thinking about switching out Lillard and Luca. Luca gets barely the edge. I think the Mavs have a better record. Do they have a better record than no. uh, Portland? They're they're tied. Are they tied? They're just right there. Um, they have. So yeah, the Mavs. It, was, it was super hard to choose between the yeah. two. Um, okay, I felt yeah. like my second guard would have been Chris Paul if it wouldn't have been Luca, and Luca has better stats than Chris Paul, so that's why I put Luca first. Okay, so you you are under the assumption that Rudy Gobert deserves it over Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and LeBron James. Um, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, both of those are guards, so they had to fit into a center forward spot. And he would have been on the third team if I put Jokic or Embiid on, the, on there, but because I didn't, he moves up to the second team. What about LeBron James? You can have LeBron. LeBron James is spoiler alert. He's not on any of my all NBA teams. <laughs> so let me let wow. me just let me let me just be clear. Wow. In the how many Gobert. games has Rudy has Rudy Gobert played? Um, Rudy, I can find out. Gobert, let's find him. He don't have better numbers than LeBron James. I can tell you that. He, he have got a better record better. than LeBron James. No, he does not. He yes, does he just not. Does. He does not. He has played. He has played sixty nine games this season. Okay, so sixty nine so games. He is. Uh, let's see. All right, I'm about to read out Rudy Gobert's stats. So fourteen points, almost three blocks, two point seven blocks. Uh, he has rebound thirteen rebounds a game. Okay. He is shooting 
67 percent from the field on and he's played 69 games so he's shooting he's shooting 67 percent on dunks 67 percent he but he only he only dunks the ball how's he hey. miss hey. Has, he, has he got blocked that much here's what i'm and saying sometimes he shoots some layups he he might have got blocked this year just as much as he blocked shots he might have those I'm, missed I'm, shots are all man. missed dunks or get blocked I don't see how you can have really go bear on your second team and just not have LeBron. LeBron James. NBA teams, bro. LeBron James <laughs> played 43 games this season. What is that? And uh, he's averaging he 25, have, 7, and 6. Some like some he, <laughs> he helped the Lakers get more of the wins than Rudy Gobert did for the Jazz. Come on. They're in the seventh seed. The Jazz yeah, won because they hit the 40,000 threes. We've been hurt. Hey. I could hey. argue Jordan Clarkson's more valuable to that team than Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I really could. Stop it. I that man really might could. not even – he might not even be the best six man on that team. All right. Cal- I, Cal- I, can, I can argue anybody. He, he's he's the sixth man of the year, and it's not even close. And Bogdanovich, not. he's better than him too. Nah. Donovan Mitchell playing – Donovan Mitchell. Games. And Mike Conley. And Mike Conley. More important. I you out your Mike mind. Conley Donovan played. Mitchell, they started, they started teetering whenever Donovan Mitchell stopped playing. And I guarantee if Rudy Gobert missed more games – they would teeter way more. Way yeah, if more. they missed them both. If they missed them both. No, yeah. no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying with Donovan Mitchell, no Rudy Gobert. Now you ain't got LeBron. You said what? I wonder who's on your third team. Now you ain't got LeBron. So we're comparing, so we're comparing Donovan Mitchell to Rudy Gobert, but we're not comparing Rudy Gobert to LeBron. Uh, yes. It's crazy. Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert is uh, more impactful. Has had more of an impact this year than LeBron James. Sorry, he played 25 more games, 28 more games. What are you doing those 25 point games? Uh he had 14 points, three blocks, 14 <laughs> rebounds, and shot 69%. And back if he to comes those. out the paint, he getting cooked. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So if that's the case, then why have Julius Randle uh in the second team? Because versus what do you, what do you versus a LeBron to make the playoffs. If the you had play- to choose between Julius Randle and LeBron James for the second team, who would you choose? Julius Randle, I'll give you that, but that is All a, right. that's a dude scoring. That's a dude scoring twenty-two points, eight nine rebounds, five assists, leading a team that was projected not to make the playoffs at the four or five seed. And he has a playing career elite. And he has a career playing, hitting game winners. When has Rudy Gobert hit a game winner in his life? When has I, he had the I, ball? He probably got a, a game <laughs> tip in. He got, got a no game, game tip in. Where did, where did we project the Jazz to be? Before this season, they doing they, they they doing we, what I expected them to do. I just didn't expect them to be the number one seed. But last year, last team. last year, so the twenty before the twenty twenty season, when they got Mike Conley, I specifically said Utah Jazz are going to be a top three team in the West. They had a down year last year. They had a tough playoff matchup. They lost it. Everything went crazy. Mike Conley has played better. Jordan Clarkson has done amazing. Rudy Gobert is playing the same way he's always played. Rudy Gobert yes. was not in was not in your second team last year. So just because the other players around him have pushed the team up to where they're the one seed does not mean Rudy Gobert should get this treatment like he did it when he was playing the exact same way. He was, he was probably third. He was, he was probably not on third, third team last year. He, he was, was probably on the third, third team. team. Yeah. If you if you if you had to have a center because there was only three centers in the league. There's only four centers in the league. 
Like Rudy Gobert deserves to be on the second team. That man has a great impact. Ain't no, there is no better rim protector than Rudy Gobert. He changes every shot that goes in there, every single one. It's true. It's true. But you know, right, moving on you know, to the third team. You know what rim protectors you need when Rudy Gobert has the ball? None. <laughs> I can argue. Bam yeah, is dunk on you. There's a player than Rudy Gobert has. I, I can argue. I can Rudy probably Gobert, argue Jalen Brown. Gobert has, argue Rudy Gobert has two defensive player of the years, and he would have three or four if they just if it wouldn't just for voter fatigue. Because he could win defensive player of the year this year. 80s and probably will. Defender. AD's a better Bam defender. Bam has been better. But... Giannis is a better defender. Bam's a better defender. They Bam can move. Over. They can actually move around the goal. They not, they not stopping people at the rim like Rudy is. Okay. Huh? What's going to happen in the playoffs? What is this sec- the second team all-NBA player going to do in the playoffs? Jason Tatum, when he tried to dunk on him for game, you see what Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum uh, got signed. And that's exactly what would happen if Rudy Gobert was there. I mean, hey, was I've been seeing Rudy Gobert posterized a lot of times, fam. What are you going to say when the Grizzlies beat the, word, every shot. Beat, the, beat the Jazz in the first round? What are you going to say? The, that's not going to happen. <laughs> what are you going to say? That's not going to happen. Jazz, the Utah Jazz, Jazz might make the, the conference finals. The Utah Jazz are the 2016 Atlanta Hawks. It's going to happen again. This team stinks. <laughs> Overrated <laughs> as hell. The disrespect. Uh, and Rudy Gobert is not even the second best player on that team. Get Nobody it out of here. He might team. be the best. Nobody's worried about the He's Utah not. Team. He might be the best. What did he do in the playoffs oh. last year? When when Donovan Mitchell was going crazy, what did he do in the playoffs? Um, he was out there uh, playing great defense. Oh, was he? <laughs> and getting rebounds. Well, yes. is, that, is, that what your, is that what your final answer was? Yes. What, what does Kobe say? What did Kobe what did say you, to Shaq? He said many, catch it many, off the rim. Rudy yeah. Gobert would have been catching them just off the rim. That's what he was doing, saving they bake, catching them off the rim. With, if Kobe played with Rudy Gobert, he wouldn't say he wouldn't say Rudy catch it off the rim. He'd say, "Hey, bro, go box out someone else and don't even care because you stink. Get on my bench. You're like Robert Sacre. Come on, man." <laughs> yeah, Robert Sacre. So yeah, <laughs> oh right. man! All right, thirteen. All right. Third team. Okay. Uh, Brian, I will let you go first. Okay. For my third team, I got Westbrook at point guard, uh, James Harden shooting guard, Jason Tatum, small forward, power forward, LeBron, and center Rudy Gobert. Okay. Uh, my third team, I got Russell Westbrook, Donovan Mitchell, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, and oh Devin Booker God. is my other forward. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, sir. You put Paul George and not LeBron James on your third team. Play off Peter. Paul George. <laughs> Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler definitely deserves it. Now I'll, had, I will give you a better argument. Has he had a better season than Harden? Than Harden? Harden only played, what did I just say? 35 games for the Nets. And what he doing those 35 games? Uh, the the Miami Heat were what like three and eight without Jimmy Butler, like three and twelve without Jimmy Butler. And honestly, with him, he has vaulted them. If Kyrie played, if if Kyrie played more games, he would be on one of these All NBA teams. I think Kyrie deserves it over uh, James Harden. All right, I would have put him on. I would have put him on an All NBA team before James Harden. I don't think Booker should be on an All NBA team because we what. 
we know is the reason we know the reason why they're the number one seeds. Chris Paul, man. Devin Booker been getting buckets. He ain't had no damn help. He, he finally got some help. He been getting buckets before Chris Paul came. That's what I'm saying. He finally got some help. Chris Paul, All he right. finally got some help. But yeah, okay. talk talk to me. My list. So Mr. Triple Double himself, Russell Westbrook. That was the easiest yes. selection. Then we'll go. We'll go James Harden. We will go. Can I have wait? Can I have uh you have to have two forwards? Yeah, two forwards. You can have three forwards. But you have to have three forwards or you can have three forwards. No, it's two guards, three forwards. Well, it depends oh. on who the guard is. The guard can like okay. switch to okay. a forward. That's how done it. I got, that's how Devin Booker made mine. Okay, I have James Harden as the, as the point guard. Mm-hmm. I have um Russell West. No, I have Devin Booker as the small forward. Okay, that's okay. Russell Westbrook as the shooting guard. Kawhi Leonard as the forward. Mm-hmm. And Mr. kind of forgot about – I'm not – this was this was a little tough to me to say. Like, Jimmy Jimmy had an argument. Paul George had an argument. But then he stinks. If KD, if KD or Kyrie had played kind of enough games, I would give them to him. But how about Ben Simmons? How about Ben Simmons keeping the Sixers afloat while Joel's missed all these games and them kind of figuring out how to play together? Dude, I'm I'm not mad at that. There are there are some snubs. Uh, let's let's talk. Uh, let's. Well, first we can finish the argument for uh, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is my guy. I will give him the nod over Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons one wasn't the best player on his team. Uh, even though he did, he did good. Who is better than Jimmy Butler on Miami Heat? Once again, Bam at a bio. Absolutely not. <laughs> they had Bam Adebayo. What was they doing? Losing. Jimmy comes back. What did they do? Win. Balled them into the playoffs. All the way up to the fifth seed. Matter of fact, they're about to the win fifth in the first nothing. round over, over the Knicks. They're about, just matter of fact, they might go to – Yes. They're about to Taylen, go – yes. Taylen Horton Tucker just beat the Knicks? The, the, okay. the Knicks are the – The Knicks aren't that good. The like, Knicks had a better record than there. the Lakers. Just yesterday. No, they don't. They don't. We beat them. <laughs> we beat them. We had the same record, and we played them. We beat them, and we got another win. So, no. Yeah, well. And they play uh, in the Jimmy, Eastern Conference, man. The Eastern Conference. What does that have to do with Jimmy Butler and his performance? The man him, been willing him, his team to win. Him winning games against trash hands. He's one of the most efficient players in the league without shooting threes. Without okay. shooting threes. I just think okay. Harden was probably the best defending the guard, too, as well. Paul George, I gave him the nod because this man, his shooting has been out of control, honestly, from three and from, obvious, well, the field. Yeah. Um, he, he's been playing absolutely fantastic. He played 50 games, 53 games this season, had six rebounds, five assists, one of the better defending guards in the league, 23 points per game, bro. That's over LeBron. I'm taking that over LeBron in his little 43 games, bro. Um, I put in to the team, though. What not playing? I don't think that's close. Made him play games. He would be out there if he didn't get hurt. We would be way higher seed if he didn't get hurt. I got a question for you, Gabe. Well, what's up? Who next three years franchise? Paul George. Or Devin Booker, who do you want to start your three-year team with right now? 
three years. Let's see, how old is Paul George now? Um, I can let's see. Paul George is 30 years old. So yeah, he got three good more years in him. I would probably go with Paul George, man. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm not happy to say it. I just uh, I can't. I just can't get behind. I don't Paul George had a good year, but it just feels like he would have to just have the best year of anyone's life for anyone to give him respect. He yeah. probably should be he probably should be in my third team list. But after seeing what happened, just like Giannis is not going to get the MVP this year and he's not going to be number 2 because we know what's we know what's potentially going to happen. I think I just don't think you give PG the nod. I don't know. But n- definitely not, not over LeBron. That's not that's LeBron. not even a question. Like that is Y'all Paul George drunk. missed some games. Like you don't Paul have George missed some games. All NBA teams, bro. I can understand first and second, but third, come on. I'm not going to lie, bro. It's crazy because LeBron has made all NBA for, let's see, if he's been in the league for 18 seasons, he's made all NBA at least 16 of those. Yeah. Um, and he's gonna I, will vote, I think that they will vote him in, but it's the wrong choice. I don't think that they should. He should He should not be on an all NBA team, in my opinion. Um, I will say some of my snubs, so I had Kyrie Irving, he's not on there. Jason Tatum, no. Bradley Bill, no. For Bradley Bill specifically, I said we'll get back to Bill. Bill's situation is like um, Russell Westbrook's situation whenever he won his MVP. Russell Westbrook had 9.9 rebounds his MVP year. Uh, he would not have won MVP because he didn't average a triple-double. All right. I think if Bradley Bill would have won the scoring championship this year, which he was ahead of Steph, but Steph caught up up he's going to likely finish with the scoring championship this year Bradley Bill doesn't make it if he would have if he would have got the scoring championship I would have put him on one of the teams probably ahead of Donovan Mitchell but I think Mitchell has been playing better he has a better record and I'm rolling with Mitchell you don't have B on any of your teams I do not so Brian has him as as the first team I have him as the second team and you're putting him on the fourth team that doesn't exist with with LeBron James I want to be a part LeBron of that and Jason Tatum. <laughs> I'll take I'll take the fourth team and win a fucking championship. Like that's a lot. LeBron James, Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum, all these guys. Let's yeah. go. Zion, I mean, Zion, another snub. I didn't have him. That's that's that's, that's, a, that's that's something I didn't even notice. I didn't notice. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, the snub team might be better than almost all the teams. Think about this. So the way you, the way so, you make them, yeah. Yeah, well, Kyrie, it's true. Kyrie is not true. It? He didn't play enough games. Harden didn't play enough oh, games. You can play. Well, Kyrie, Kyrie could have made it. Kyrie, Kyrie could have made it, but I chose some. I chose somebody else over him. Um, look, KD didn't play enough games. James Harden didn't play enough games. Bradley Bill, I gave them Westbrook. It was going to be Westbrook or Bradley Bill. I gave him Westbrook. Um, LeBron didn't make it play enough games. Zach Levine had an outstanding year this year. Yeah. Did, right. He just didn't win enough. Uh, Zion, outstanding individual year. The Pelicans suck. Like, what, what do you want me to do? It's only 15 guys. This Trae league Giannis is chock full of time. Trey Young has had a very quiet year, average of 25 and 9. Yeah, he's had a really good year. And I don't think he's the best point guard on that team. Bojan Bogdanovich. Or, uh, yeah. yeah. Bogdanovich is nice, son. And you could even so, uh, you could even look at if we're talking about teams that aren't losing. Demonis Sabonis is having a crazy-ass year. I was just about to yeah. say Sabonis. I was just about to yeah. say Sabonis. 
Yep. Too bad it's only three teams. And you know what? Should the NBA expand to four teams? No. No. They should then you change only their get playoffs, 15 though. guys. They should change their playoffs, though. Yes, the, they, the, the what, only, you talking the about NBA all team, 16? Yes. The, it, yes. I should not have to worry about these teams. I'm looking. I watched the Hornets play. They're currently the eighth seed, okay? This team could not beat the Pelicans in which a game they needed to win. Pelicans aren't playing for anything. The Hornets are playing for seeding and to clinch the freaking play-in. They lose to the Pelicans without Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. They could not guard Jackson Hayes. They couldn't guard him. They made Eric Bledsoe look like he was back on the Suns with, with uh, Brandon Knight. Like, what was that? The East is terrible. Once, once you go behind – let's look at this. Once you go behind the Celtics and Heat, and I can even argue the Celtics and Heat haven't been that great, and the Knicks are just a team that plays hard, that's staying extinct. Like, maybe there's not maybe, maybe there's yeah. not an extra couple teams that shouldn't make it because of the playing teams, but if we were looking at a, an actual normal playoff year and it was either the Warriors or the Grizzlies weren't going to make it because a team like the Hornets made it – it would just be terrible. It would be awful. I 100% agree. I wish that they would have done that in the bubble. Like, that was the perfect year to give yes. us the chance to just experiment with some crazy Baseball stuff. did it. They should have done just a straight-up 16-seeded playoffs, yes. and it would have been magical. Which surprises me because you look at the NBA, compare it to the NFL, compare it to MLB. NBA will take any idea and they'll run with it. That's why it's probably – it's like it functions so well. The commissioner works so well. MLB, commissioner sucks. He's terrible. He doesn't know what he's doing. He even said, hey, we're going to try out a DH. We're going to try out an extra playoff spot. We're going to try out this. We're going to try an extra inning rule. And it's helped baseball. NBA had the, the exact same opportunity to say, hey, Let's let a couple extra teams have a chance to get in, and let's let these shitty teams not have to come to the bubble. Some of those teams didn't want to go. You remember the Nets were in the bubble last year without Kyrie, just playing games. It was nice to see Jeremiah Martin out there, but, like, <laughs> there was no need for that team to be there. They had no chance. They had a perfect opportunity, but now it looks like it's not going to happen, and we need it. I agree, man. I agree. Brian, you in for a sixteen seed playoffs, or do you like how it is? Uh, I feel like it'd be better than the play-in. I feel like the play-in is kind of it's kind of stupid to me, and it's not me being salty because my team is in the play-in. But salt, I kind of like I just though. I just don't understand because like last year the the Grizzlies they played hard the entire season and they were the eight seed, and because you know. They had to play Portland, which was tough. They didn't make the playoffs. So I feel like it's hard when you're working hard all – just imagine you're working hard all season and you get the seven to eight seed and all that go out the window because you lose one game to the 10th seed. Um, yeah. I do think that it is tough for that that reason, um, being that anything can happen in one game sample. But you play the play-in is basically double elimination. So you can lose to one team and then, yeah, and you can go out and win against another team. Um, but one thing that I do love about the play-in 
is that it's kept so many more teams engaged. Like tanking, yeah, tanking was a positive. I see how they did. Yeah, yeah, but and I think that's what they're going for. I don't think they were going for hey, this is going to be good for all the league. It's like this is going to be really good for the bottom half of the league, which is going to make everything else just just more exciting. They have a better product to put on TV, like the Lakers and Knicks playing on national TV this late in the season, normally it wouldn't matter. You wouldn't have two teams fighting for it unless you were fighting for seeds. And seeds don't matter that much to some teams. Like a team like the Lakers wouldn't care who we play. They'd just be like, all right, we'll just see that. But you had a game like that come of it. But, yes, for a team like the Grizzlies, that's tough. But you can also look at it and say, hey, you knew. You knew you had to get a top six seed if you were guaranteed a playoff spot. And you also knew – that if you didn't get a top six, you could go all the way down to 10 and still have a chance to make it. Yeah. So I'm, the Warriors, I'm pro, the Warriors I'm had a in. tough start. The Warriors had a tough start and like the injuries. And at one point, we're like, they're not going to get in. But in this year, now they are probably going to get the eight seed. But like, they, they were in the nine, 10 seed. And if it's Steph Curry on the outside in getting a chance against like a, a guy like LeBron. Like, who doesn't want to see LeBron James and Steph Curry on national TV fighting for the last playoff fight? You're not going to want to see it whenever Steph I don't Curry see that, child <laughs> Everyone else does. Every Everybody who's not a fan, I don't care if you like if you like the Grizzlies. I don't care if you like the Pelicans. You're watching that game. It's almost like a – it's almost like an NBA Finals type moment. And that's just – that's going to be before the playoffs. It's going to be insane. And even if it was, even if it's the Grizzlies, do y'all not remember that Grizzlies Trailblazers game? That was awesome. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was awesome fantastic to watch. It was a great game. It was fantastic. All right, Brian. Well, do you have uh, anything else for us, sir? Anything to promote? Uh, Any shout outs? Uh, shout out to my girlfriend, Celine. Shout out to her. Shout out to my mom. Uh, I don't have anything to promote. I just I'm grateful for the opportunity to be on the podcast, but appreciate it. Hey man, uh, we appreciate you for coming on. Thank you. You've been fantastic. You will definitely be on again. Yeah, let's, let's 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 get them let's get them back on when the when the playoffs getting a little heated up. Yeah, if the Lakers are in there, we'll see. Hey, oh no, we'll see. Um, all right, but uh, yes, for Gabe, for Zach, for Brian, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate y'all oh so very much. You can check us out on Twitter at GZCast. Check us out on YouTube at the GazCast. And thank you. You guys have a fantastic day. You too. Thank you, Brian. <laughs>